Hey, 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 what's up, everyone? I'm back. I'm your host, Jenny Bentley, on a new episode of Hey, Let's Talk About. So I know I promised that the last episode was going to be shorter. <laughs> Sorry. Um, they're not. Surprise! I try to keep them short, but um, I always just have so much to say about a topic. So they end up being really long. So I'm not going to apologize, but I will say heads up, they are pretty long. And if you don't have an hour to spare to listen to it, you can listen to me with homework. However, you listen to podcasts, whatever, just listen to the end and I bet you'll enjoy some of it, hopefully. Anyways, um, today's topic I'm going to be talking about is friendships specifically what it takes to maintain a relationship um friendship um i also just would like to point out before i get into this topic that um i will discuss a topic multiple times don't be don't be surprised or shocked if i talk about dating multiple times or relationships or whatever but trust me they all cover a different topic within that topic if that makes any sense so i won't be talking about just one subject and the exact same thing i will always be touching different um subjects so within dating oh my gosh so many episodes to come on that so many more episodes to come on you know relationships and all that type of stuff but anyway let me get started with friendships so for me personally growing up I never really had a solid group of girlfriends or a group. Um, I was always can kind of a, um, a lone wolf, very independent, and you would consider me a floater. So I would, you know, um, I always had friends within different groups. So I always just was able to bounce around and, you know, be kind of friends with just everyone because um, since I had multiple friends, and they were all part of different groups. That's just how I went about it. Um, I've also been very independent. I've always been that way. I was fine, you know, going to the library by myself. I mean, I basically lived in the library. I always joke around with people that, I mean, I basically, other than my house, I lived in the library <laughs> to the point that librarians knew my name. I knew their name. I mean, every time, every for um every day of lunch in high school and middle school, I'd be in the library doing my homework um, to get it done for the day. Because I, when I got home, I wanted to be home and to be able to do whatever I wanted, um, which was nothing, <laughs> or just you know getting to watch TV, read a book, relax. I didn't want to have to be home and doing homework. Um, it also just happened to be how my schedule worked out. Um, because I took dance i mean i've been doing dance for 18 years now so um in middle school that's when i started doing dance after school so right after school got out four fifteen, i would have my first dance at five thirty, and it would run till eight thirty till 9 and so um i lived quite a bit just about maybe like a 15 minute drive from my house but you know by the time I would get home and shower it would be 10 o'clock so my thought process was you know I don't want to be doing homework at 10 o'clock at night I'm already exhausted 
I'm going to make my life easy by going to the library during my lunchtime and doing my homework there. And it worked out really, really well. I just, you know, by the time I got home, I could just hit the hay and get ready for the next day instead of a lot of other girls who would have to stay past 10 to get their homework done for the next day or the project that needs to be done, whatever. Um, That worked out for me. So um, probably the one thing that I would say um, ended up being affected by this choice, which was the smart one at the time, was that I was I kind of socially isolated myself because, you know, normally I would argue that not everyone would like to go to the library when this is their only period where they can hang out with their friends if they don't have any classes with them. Right. So I had a I would say I had about five or six girls that I knew from the other elementary schools because I was friends with this other girl who went to a different one than me. And we've known each other for since we were little kids very babies so to put this into perspective we've known each other longer than we've known our little sisters we both have little sisters we've known each other since babies okay so this was of course before our sisters ever came along so yeah we've known each other forever our whole lives so um we met through dance and um that's how I was able to have friends from other elementary schools that we joined up at the middle schools. So I already had a good amount of people that I knew coming in. Of course, people from my own school and then the other schools I had referred to. So what ended up happening is, you know, I would go to the library in the beginning of the year, sixth grade. And they would come along with me, you know, and then they tag along and they do homework with me, too. And then as the year went on, it would just be like, oh, we'll meet up with you. And then they would meet up with me, maybe like the second half of lunch. And then as time went on, it just became, you know, very sporadic. And then, you know, nothing at all. Because not everyone has my schedule. Not everyone would want to be as disciplined to, you know, do what I did. And. That's definitely the one thing that I've noticed is what affected me long term is I lost these friends. And even before this happened, I never really was that kid that had a group of friends. And I mean, I had a few quality friends that even from high school I have kept a few. What I think is really cool, though, is when I graduated from high school is I actually became a little bit closer with girls that I had already known in high school, but I became closer with them after we graduated. So what I did is so I'm kind of old school. I really like old timey things. Since I was really little, I've always wanted a typewriter, not like a old one that goes the clank and then you have to, you know, slide it over and does the whole ding situation. I've always wanted a typewriter. I, when I was little, I wanted to be able to ring a bell for our family to come in for dinner, which I actually ended up doing. I've always loved antiques. I've always loved thrift shops and anything that would be considered old, I guess. Um, I've always been that way. So... 
that includes pen pals. I love writing letters. I love stationery. I've always wanted a kit where you have that wax and you, you, you melt it and you make a seal and you send off these letters. I've always been obsessed with that. So anyway, graduating from high school, I texted a few of my friends that I knew from choir. And I asked them if they wanted to be pen pals with me. And they, some of them did, and it was great. And I still keep in touch with them today. Granted, I haven't sent one in a while. Actually, I did, but it turns out their addresses changed because they moved to a different place. Because um, the last time I um, sent them while we were in correspondence was freshman year of college. So, of course, they were, in a, they were um, at a college dorm or just, you know, a different address, okay? But anyways... That is actually how I became a little closer with girls that I had already known. A lot of these girls, like one of them, she was in choir with me. I mean, we did all the same things. We were in, we were both in the upper level choirs that you have to audition for. And we were never really that close in high school. But because we started before, but because I reached out about this whole pen paling thing, that's when we really started getting close. And I think that's really cool. And then I also have friends that I've known forever that I've lost touch with and have kept touch with. Um, One of my longest friends, I've known her since we were five years old. And then, you know, there's the other girl that I mentioned previously that I've known my entire life. The one that we've known each other more than our little sisters. We've grown apart. So, um... You know, I've have lots. I've had lots of different friends that have come and gone. But um, the girl that I was talking about previously, the one we've met in five years, five years old, her name is Michaela. We're that type of friendship that we really don't see each other in person a lot. We were next door neighbors. We grew up. Ne- we grew up on the same street, and. I truly believe, I think we, we've both agreed on this because we've talked about this before, that if we weren't neighbors, we really wouldn't have been friends because we're both very different people. She was always a tomboy growing up. I wasn't. We were into different extracurriculars. I was in the fine arts. She was in the athletic, you know, sports and track, field, soccer. I was in dance and choir. And we were at a pretty large high school. I don't know where. I think I had mentioned my graduating class size in a previous episode. But um, our graduating class size was very big. 721. And going into middle school, we were the biggest class that that school has seen. And then high school, we came in and we were the biggest high school class they've seen. So we were the first grade where the size just exploded. So... Going to a big school, really, um, what you did as an extracurricular very much determined who you were friends with because you spent so much time with them. Even the level of classes you take, you know, grade level, pre-AP, AP, whatever, determined who you knew and who you were friends with because you spent all this time with them, right? So her and I also weren't in a lot of classes together, so... We didn't really see each other. And we grew up going to all the same schools. But I guarantee you that if there was a classmate that knew both of us, 
no one would suspect that we were best friends because we're so different and we really didn't talk in school oddly enough it was it was kind of weird but i think so our friendship's really cool in that we have not we don't hang out with each other a lot i mean the last time we've spent in person besides a couple weeks ago was three years ago yeah we very very rarely would get meet up together in person but the most but the beautiful part about this friendship and the reason it lasted so long is when we get together it really doesn't feel like too much time has passed between us then we catch up and we talk But what I believe is definitely the reason why we are still friends after all these years and all the time that we go in between seeing each other is we share the same values. We look at the world the same way. We kind of think the same way. You know, we believe in the same things and principles and have different the same values. And ultimately, that is what you really want in a friend. Right? You know, aside from maybe like liking the same band or being into the same music and that, or um, being in the same activities. I mean, that's good and all, but if you guys are very different in how you go about life and what you value, that is what I think makes or breaks a friendship, you know, or what makes it be so sustainable. So her and I are very different, as I've already pointed out. But because of who the core elements that make us up as people, that is what I really feel is what has kept our friendship alive for so long. And don't get me wrong, I definitely would have wanted to spend more time with her during our formative years. But I was a very busy person in high school, and so was she. I had my own things going on in my life that made me very busy, and so did she. So it really wasn't logistically possible to always be meeting up with each other. But now that, you know, we're both adults and I'm off in college and things like that, it's been easier to meet up with her. So when I came home for the summer, she just happened to also be back at the house in her in our neighborhood she that she still has and we were able to meet up and it was amazing because um we i remember we were just like hugging forever and we were like oh my gosh we haven't seen each other in forever because the last time it was was three years ago when we were still in high school i mean can you imagine not seeing your friend for that long that's crazy right and even then we really didn't text well also she's not that great of a texter but i mean even between those those years um we really didn't talk too much you know through any other means which you know i'm really glad that has changed even though our friendship has been able to you know stay the same with so many time periods of not talking it is really nice to have more frequent meetups and talkings and texts and that sort of thing with her but yeah i really feel like what bonds friends is those common values and the memories that you make with people and i remember in high school i would i was confiding with one of my friends now 
I'm very much a one-on-one type of person when it comes to friendships. I've never really been in a group setting. I can manage a group setting, don't get me wrong. I'm very good at it. But um, naturally, i never been a part of a group. And I really do thrive off of one-on-ones. So I was talking to one of my friends and saying, man, I really wish I had a group of people that I could be friends with. And she was like, well, it's not all that it's cracked up to be. You know, there's lots of drama. And you could probably agree with this if you were like this in high school, had a group of friends. She was like, there's lots of drama. Everything's changing or there's everyone's dating within the group. And it just creates a lot of more drama and that type of thing. And um, you're always having to coordinate and blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, I mean, of course, there's, like, downsides. But also, I feel like that has to come with the age that we're all at at that time. You know, high schoolers not getting out of that bubble. So, anyways, so friendship for me was very... I didn't really have too many people that I would consider would have my back. And I think that's because who I am as a person is always oriented towards the quality rather than the how many, the quantity. Because I'd rather just have a very few amount of friends that I can count on for anything than a bunch of people I just know as acquaintances. I will say, you know, admittedly that I was a very independent person, but at times it can be lonely. (laughs) Because, you know, it's not that I didn't try to make better friendships or make new friends. It's just, I don't know what was going on with that. That situation, it just never was in my cards when it came to my high school experience. Um, Senior year, I remember, was really rough. Now, this was 2020. I'm the graduating class of 2020. So, of course, that's when the lovely pandemic hit. Um, So, for those of you my age and my class, I think you can resonate with this. And that I didn't get a graduation at all, basically. What we did is we recorded ourselves walking across the stage in a cap and gown that cost $75. And we never wore it at all just once to record a video of us walking across the stage being handed a fake diploma. (laughs) We actually had to go through a drive-thru to get our actual diplomas and yearbooks. That was our graduation. My mom jokes that she thinks it's the best graduation ceremony she's ever been through because it was so short. You know, you're not sitting in the crowd with the as with the parents, you know, just waiting for your kid's last name to come up. Because, you know, she, I have an older sister, so she's been through that whole, you know, ceremony process. So, but, you know, as a high schooler graduating, you we missed that college, ex- that college, high school graduating experience. We didn't get that. And also the spring semester was all online, and this is when... Our school was like, okay, we're going to just give you guys an extra week of spring break. And then little did we know that well, extra week turned out to be the rest of the year. So the rest of the year was online. We did not get our prom. And I didn't go to junior year prom. <laughs> now, of course, in retrospect, now that we're all adults that are probably listening to the, oh, you don't think it's that big of a deal, right? Okay. But going through it, yeah, it just kind of sucked. It did. Well, I mean... Of course, in hindsight, now with anything, it doesn't. It's not doesn't seem as bad. But 
being in the moment, yeah. It kind of was. But, you know, senior year is always supposed to be like, oh, the best year of high school. Um, But it was quite the opposite for a lot of people, I would say. I mean, I also was going through a major depression episode, which I had no idea until I was actually in college by then, uh, the my spring semester, and I was learning about psychology and what uh, depression was. And I remember learning about it and kind of laughing to myself, realizing, oh my gosh, I was depressed senior year, <laughs> which I'm going to talk about in my next episode. So I won't get into too much detail here, but... Yeah, um, that depression kind of was tied to friendships. And that I felt like I wasn't too connected with my other peers. And I always have felt more mature than my people my age, um, which definitely lends to the part that I have older parents. I have an older sister that's 13 years older than me. All these elements of me... um, being adopted and a white family, being Asian. Which, again, like I said, all these things that I'm mentioning now aren't things until I've realized until later, you know, maybe within the past couple of years that I really analyze and understand the hows and whys, which I've always been very reflective on my life. But um, I also, we had my grandmother live with us until she passed, we, we, you know, took care of her at our own home and she died in our home. We took care of her for two years and I was a big part of that. I had to care for her as well, which you don't see a lot now at these days. It's very rare to have people die in their homes, which is another episode I want to touch on because this is definitely another topic I'm very passionate about. But aside from that, um, all of these elements of my life and then my mom and being sick with a um, term, not terminal, what is it? Uh, she has an illness which is incurable. She has a rheumatoid arthritis. Um, pretty bad. But anyway, all these elements made up my life of who I am and really kind of forced me to mature at a faster rate. So I've always been more mature than my other peers, which I feel like, Definitely impacted how I also had friends or made friends. Because, you know, I think that now being adults, it's not as obvious. But of course, when you're, you know, in elementary school, middle school, and high school, you can definitely see how when I say that I'm more mature, that those gaps, those disparities between those levels can be more obvious and consequentially more impactful as to how successful you are how successful I was at making friends. I mean, I remember being at parties for, like, neighborhoods, for, like, neighborhood get-togethers or whatever, and I'll be, like, 9 or 10, and I'm having full-on conversations with the adults, the uncles, the aunts, the grandparents. I remember having a full-on back-and-forth conversation with a college student who was visiting, that was a cousin. I was always that kid who was more able to get along in conversations with adults rather than people my own age. I mean, I even was better at having 
conversations and relationships with people younger than me. A couple years younger than me. And it was almost weird to say that I had the most difficulty with people my age. But people way older than me and people in, a, you know, maybe a grade above or below or a couple years above or below. I did great. And it always... Uh, it's just, I know... I wonder if I'm the only one like that. I bet I'm not. I bet anyone listening here, I, I have to believe that there's at least one person on here that can relate to what I'm saying. Can relate to me and my experiences with friendships. And how I've also noticed is going into college, friendships are just, everything changes. Um, regarding friends that you've had, before leaving and going to college. A lot of the times I've noticed is when you meet friends in college, it's easy. And it's refreshing. And it felt like I could really be myself when I met friends. However... I don't know if I'm I'm just imagining it and it's all in my head. But it always seems difficult to figure out where or when in your friendship do you start to open up about the deeper levels of who you are. And that I mean, you know, we're not always having good days. We're not always happy. We're not always, you know, put together. When are you going to start being, you know, crying with them and telling them about your rough days and stuff? I don't know. I feel like that's a line or that a transition that has to happen eventually in a friendship and a relationship. But we're focusing on friendships. I've always been that person that never lets anyone see me cry. I won't cry in front of people, okay? If something bad happens to me, I'll cry in my room by myself very quietly. When I went through my first breakup in uh, college, I joke now about how I mastered the art of crying so no one can hear me. Yeah, it's pretty pretty unhealthy, right? <laughs> You're thinking, wow, Jenny, you really should you should have, you know, reached out to people. And yes, I know, I should have. But that's not my natural instinct my natural instinct is to handle it alone and not tell anyone because i don't want people to really see me this way even now i can't really explain it but hopefully how i've said it already can explain it the best i can so whenever something bad happens to me i really do try to you know get out of my comfort zone and reach out to people i guess why I talk about that line I mentioned earlier about friendships is that when I was crying through that breakup, I remember going through a list of people in my head that I had met in high school, so high school, college so far. And I was thinking, well, they're probably not up. These people are asleep. I don't know if I want to talk about it with them. I don't know if I'm comfortable enough with them to do this because, I mean, these friendships have only been made in a couple of months. And I don't know, it just kind of felt weird to like go to this different level of vulnerability in a friendship. It goes from not just fun times of going out and parties and, you know, just studying together or whatnot. 
to transition to what it means to be human, just like every everyday life experiences that are not always the greatest, not always happy-go-lucky. So I feel like that's another thing that I try to navigate with friendships is when does that happen or does that happen or not necessarily if, but just trying to, for me, I guess, figuring out how comfortable I am sharing certain things about my life that what I guess I consider not pretty. Because it's not like I'm not being myself. It's just, you know, there are the moments that we share, the times that we're going through together don't offer up the opportunity to show the quote-unquote ugly sides of your life or what you're going through or your emotions. Because sometimes, yeah, you are in a good point in your life. So there is no opportunity for that to arise to where you guys would both be in the situation to provide help and then also showing the other person that you need help. Another thing is I've tried to make friends with guys. I've never been friends with guys before going into college. I always thought it was very unique how girls could be friends with guys in high school. I was always like, how is this possible? Like, I'm just trying to figure it out because I guess there's just some girls I can and some girls that just are mainly friends with girls. So anyway, I've also noticed that it's difficult to get um, make friends with guys. So as I've mentioned before, is I'm a very thrive off of one-on-one conversations and interactions so a lot of the times i've tried to make friends with guys and they think that i'm trying to look for a relationship with them i don't know if this has ever happened to anyone but i guess I, i just like we're both not on the same page because while i was looking for a friend they thought i was looking at them as a boyfriend which i wasn't at all And then the worst part is that I ended up losing them entirely. So this was last fall. And I was telling myself, okay, Jenny, we're going to try to make some new friends this year. Let's try to make at least one friend in my class. In all my classes. That's what my mom had told me over the summer. So I did. And I tried. So I was late to my class. It was 9 a.m. Because I had an ADM that was about a half a mile away. So I was always running to with the class. Always out of breath and always late. <laughs> so whenever I started sitting with my friend that I had known from the year before through a dance company. She knew that she could not talk to me for the next 10 minutes. Because I was still panting and out of breath as I was sitting down. Very sweaty and gross. It was kind of funny. But anyway... I met this guy in class the first day and we started, I asked them if I had missed anything or whatever and they were like, no, no, not, no, you haven't. They were just going over the syllabus. I said, okay, cool. And I was like, hey, can I get your number? Now, in retrospect, I guess I can see how that can be misconstrued. But I am I don't use Snapchat. I don't know why, but this day and age with our with our age group, it is weird to give out your phone number. 
People ask for your Snapchat. Now, I will tell you this right now. My phone in high school was dry as a Sahara desert. <laughs> no notifications whatsoever. So Snapchat was definitely dry. I did not even use it, even though I had it. I did not really start using it until I got to college. It was really crazy to see how people conversed more on Snapchat than text. And I hate Snapchat with almost like a burning passion, okay? Now, I it is personal. I do like Snapchat because that is where I started my first. That is where I started my TED Talks. But aside from that, I hate it. The text is disappear. If they reply so much later in the day or whatever, you forget what you sent and what you said. And then they reply and you're like, what? It just creates all this unnecessary confusion. So I've never really liked Snapchat. Okay, so I always thought it was weird when girls or guys are like, oh, what's your Snapchat? I'm like, well, what if you don't have a Snapchat? Or what if you prefer to text like a normal person? I don't see what's so weird about texting. Okay, I don't know why that's become such a weird thing to do. Which is strange, which is another thing that I think makes dating complicated. Anyways, I'm so yeah, um, I gave him my phone number and we would go and study at the library together. We would do homework because um, we were both in the same chemistry, cl- um, chemistry class and uh, biology class, so we would do that together. And there was always this sense of friendship that I thought was there. And, you know, we'd, like, you know, like, punch each other on the sides or whatever. And, like, they w- he would poke me and I would poke him. It's like, you know, like one of the guys types of situations. But like, I guess he was looking at it as, oh, this girl really likes me and I like her. And... Anyways, um, as time went on, he was like, we were just hanging out at his place. We were just watching a movie or whatever. And we were just hanging out. And I thought we were just being, you know, friends. And he, like, asked me, he's like, well, what do you want? Like, so confused. Like, he was like, I can't read you. I was like, what are you talking about? And then he tried to kiss me. And I let him. And I was very confused because I thought we were friends. And then, I don't know, a couple days goes by or whatever. And he's like, well, I don't think I'm in a place to be your friend or in a relationship. And I was like, okay, that sucks. So now, you know, I'll remember I'd go into some like tutoring session. And I'd see he'd be there too. And we're complete strangers he doesn't come up to say hi to me, so I don't come up to say hi to him. I don't know. It just makes me sad because we would do a lot of stuff together. We um, hung out out, so we hung out outside of class and whatever. And like I was just looking for a friend, and he thought I was looking for a relationship, and it was like super difficult because I was just trying to be friends with you, bro. Nothing, anything, anything else. I don't know. And then with friendships today, too, as I feel like some friendships are only surface level and they can never get any deeper, which is kind of unfortunate. And, you know, I went through that kind of in high school is that, oh, yeah, if you ever need anything, just let me know. 
Sometimes I just feel like people say that just to be nice. It's like you don't really want to get together. You're just saying that because it's like what you say to end a conversation and to part your ways, right? It's like you're just saying that for the niceties doesn't actually have any weight in it. And I haven't, fortunately, I haven't really experienced it that much since leaving for college. But it is something that I feel like should be taken into account when someone says that because I don't know. But then, however, I have had some successful relationships, um, friendships with guys. So that's great. Um, last fall, I met a guy in my chem, my lab class and we would get together sporadically for lunch and we just would talk and catch up. It's great. And then another guy I met in the laundry room of my dorm room. And we became really close. And now he considers me his closest female friend. And I, you know, it's he's definitely the most consistent friend that I've had in my life. Definitely. And so, yeah. Friends I've found are in the most unexpected places as well. And I think that now being adults... Having friendships and maintaining them are so crazy how we have to treat them like a doctor's appointment. (laughs) Especially when they're friends from your hometown. Or like friends from high school growing up. Especially if you're trying to get together with a group. It's like, okay, we're going to get together at this date, at this time, from this time. Isn't that crazy how we really have to now pencil in our friends to hang out with? Because that's really how it is now these days. Is You don't have free time. You're not, you don't go to the same school. You don't live in the same place. All these other sort of things. And becoming adults, everyone's flung off to the, you know, different places and different lives and all these things. And it just reminds me of this song that I actually stumbled upon when I was listening to some music. It was just a new music playlist and... Oh gosh, I can't remember the song right now for some reason, but the lyrics, I just, oh my gosh, it made me start crying. Oh my gosh, because it really hit feeling the weight of what it means to be growing up and how things change with friends and how getting together gets harder and harder as you grow older. And it's almost becomes kind of an achievement like how many years you stay in a marriage you know because maintaining friendships over a course of years is hard my mom she has these three good girlfriends and they get together for lunch every month and i think that is so cool they've been doing that for i don't know 30 years now isn't that crazy that is very i think that's a really cool friendship and then my um i've also had elementary school teachers my both my fifth grade teachers one of them was for english and the other one was for science and they each they always tell their students that they have been friends since the seventh grade and they're adults they're mothers they have kids that are adults or kids that were going into college at that time and if you think about it that's crazy they these 
these two women, these two adults are best friends and they're working together as well. I think that's so cool. So the song, it's called Older. It's by Alec Benjamin. So I just remember when I was listening to it, tears were just streaming down my face because it really hit with the time of life that I'm in and possibly the time of life you're in if you're listening to this. So it goes, guess my childhood is over. Now I'm taking down my posters and then putting all my things inside a box into a toaster. That's my closest thing to closure. I can't stop this roller coaster. I'm not ready to get older. I'm not ready to get older. Guess my childhood is over. Now I'm taking down my posters and I'm telling all my friends we'll get together next October. That's my closest thing to closure. I can't stop this roller coaster. I'm not ready to get older. I'm not ready to go older. And I feel like that is just so true with friendships is as we get older, it just becomes harder and harder to keep connecting and keep getting together. It's just because life, we all are going on a different path and we're all creating our own life and future, different careers, all that sort of thing. And we just... That's just life. It's just natural to start making different lives for ourselves and just what it means to grow up. I think that's crazy. But the friendships, the people that we meet that are the most special, it's so important to hold on to those and to continue to grow these friendships and to maintain them. Because I remember from there was a quote from the movie (laughs) the kissing booth and the mom was telling l how you know some people go their whole lives without having a best friend you're just lucky if you can find one something along those lines and i think that is so true that when you find a person that you're really close with that you become best friends with It is so important to do whatever you can to continue to have this person in your life. Whether it's now through social media, which is great. I think that is definitely one of the benefits of having technology in this day and age is it makes it easier for friends and people to keep connected. When you're not at a physical distance to get together and to realize that friendships take work. You can't just kind of leave them alone. And sometimes you can't have a special friendship like me and Michaela. And it does work out in that if you're both in a time in your life where you're too busy to hang out and talk, that fortunately nothing changes, nothing is too awkward between the two of you where you can't just pick up and pick up exactly where you left off. Some people have that type of friendship, but the best type of friendships are where it is consistent and it is constant in that there's always some sort of connection or communication going on or hanging out or talking texting whatever that case might be but yeah friendships are so unique and it makes life worth living aside from having a loving partner and a loving romantic relationship I think that friendship is one of the beauties of what life has to offer here on this earth. 
So, yeah, that's what I have to say on friendships, guys. Uh, If you listen to the end, thank you. Thank you so much. I love you the most. (laughs) If you liked what I had to say, please follow. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye.